were you know all that good anyway they're probably just as bad as elon musk like that like as far as people like oh yeah yeah i don't know it's not like he went out and fired a bunch of a bunch of nuns and kindergarten teachers and teddy or uh like puppies he he, he fired some businessmen it's not like he fired the janitors and the fucking like the people that yeah like the chefs of the place like the whole kitchen staff he fired the people that were making seven figures. It's like so. doc- yeah, it's like Doctor Evil firing Mini Me. Well, it's like yeah. Mini Me wasn't so good to begin with. So <laughs> that's a good spin off. Yeah. Like- yeah. Yo, Nick, are you down? I don't know, Lucas. I'm not not down. Are you down? Not not down. Alright, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm 100% live. Okay, I... <clears throat> now I'm 100% live. <laughs> yeah, now you're 100% live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you get the burp in it? Prior to that, I was 99% live, and then now I'm 100% live, and I'm 100% ready. We're here, yeah. we're alive, we're ready. We're here, alive, ready. Lucas got that last burp out, got on that final 1% of the way. Final 1%. It's all about the one percent. We're trying to live yeah. at the one, per, the top one percent, and that may or may not include some extra burps. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it takes. Okay, but episode what one two three one two three one twenty three. Episode one twenty three. I think we said that last episode, but we were dead wrong. Wrong. Okay, that's fine. Counting's hard. Um, we're dead wrong. We had Eric <laughs> as a guest. Fun time. Always good recording with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, it's always interesting. It's fun to see like the behind the scenes of the people that do social media and content stuff like full time, full time, as opposed to us who just do this not full time and have real jobs. So it's the time. Yeah. It sounds like, okay. So I think I know where you're getting at. It sounds like based off of social media, like, you know, lights camera action and like you know there's all the shining lights and it's just like go 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 and it's just there's never a down period but what we see when we you know what we've learned that when we interview some of these people it's like they're hanging out you know they're not there's a down period and they're not always you know content 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 you know is that what you were meant to say no what i meant to say more of is he wakes up monday morning and he sits there and he edits videos like all day whereas we wake up monday morning and we go to an office well that's kind of what i mean that's kind of what i mean like there's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into things and there's a lot of just down not like down period where they're not doing i don't think downtime i don't think downtime is the right word but there's a lot of non-content there's a lot of editing and there's a lot of the back end of things um yeah 100 percent. and then that's the stuff that takes forever and it's it's fun i i think like for us it's fun because we're not doing it for like eight hours a day 40 hours a week kind of thing like like they are Mm -hmm. so it's just interesting to see people do like what we do is you know not a full-time career as a full-time career and like their different take on it yeah 100 i know yeah yeah all all that to say i'm here in kansas city again and i'm doing a grinding for work Did you have a major point with that or were you were you just like i don't know i kind of was that was your big takeaway 
My big takeaway is he works his butt off, and it's oh, yeah. just interesting. To, it's interesting to see, like, obviously you see, like, you know, he has all these retweets and followers, and people are, are talking about him, and it's fun and funny video, but, like, for 90% of the time, he's sitting there just, like, in his bedroom, grinding on a computer, same as everyone else. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you think, you know, you're about to Zoom with some, like, influencer, and then, you know, when the time comes, he has his laptop on his chest, and he's laying on his bed. So it's yeah, like, and, and he's it's, like, I'm fucking exhausted. And he's like coughing, you know, that like in between, mm-hmm. like in between stories and whatnot. So it's like, yeah, you know, not everything is what it seems. Um, but had a great conversation with him and learned a lot, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's also like one of those guests where I feel like he will nonchalantly like say things that I know. <laughs> I wish we knew before and we could have made like entire like larger topics. Well, also, it's like, don't do a podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I would also tell him maybe podcasting isn't for you. Like, you need to, <laughs> you need to, we need to have some, you know, emphasis. We need to tell a story here, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's, that, where, we, we, that's where we, that's where we come we're, in, out, so. we're out there like shucking oysters trying to find pearls and he just like casually like pops one open. Like, hey, so here's this hilarious, crazy thing. Yeah. Here I was a professional soccer player or, you know, penthouses. We're just like. What? <laughs> We're like, yeah, like rewind. We would love to talk about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but thank you again, fun. Eric. It, it's always it's it's always super fun. Uh, oh yeah, talking with him. Always super fun and always good to kind of have a guest. And then catch up because, you know, we don't get to catch up while we're doing interviews because we're interviewing with someone Yeah, where it's like, all right, now we have two weeks of shit we got to catch up on. Like, let's fucking yeah. go. We got to catch up and a lot of shit happened this week, just like in the world Good. in general. See, this is what um, I like to see because it's like, I feel like sometimes when we're back to back on our own episodes, I'm just like, okay, well, I got, I blacked out, ended up in seven Ubers, like somehow made my way home, got in almost five fights and like eight, 10 California burritos. What did you do, Nick? And Nick's like, um, I went to Starbucks and got like yeah. <laughs> a white chocolate yeah. mocha and I'm like, yeah. what? Why am I the fucking idiot? <laughs> okay. Well, it, you're not that every single week. I'm just saying I sometimes like, you know how we, we had our like sicknesses, uh, yeah. synced up for a while and we we're getting sick at the same time. Mm-hmm. Something we don't have synced up are our like crazy weekends because True. like I, st- I still go out and I have my fun weekends. True. And I, I think we kind of both did this weekend based on our like instagram stories and stuff but mm. there will be other weekends where Luca, lucas is in full-on bender mode and mm. it's me at the house with the kittens and i'm like i have nothing to say i know he's dad or he's kitten dad over here and i'm just like uh i'm still hung over and it's wednesday yeah uh, but okay let's let's hop into this weekend because the first thing i'll say is that i didn't like i didn't black out and go crazy or do anything like that but mm. my hangovers are consistently Lasting from Saturday into Tuesday. What is in your hand? Are you? Oh, sorry. Uh, key card. I'm just. <laughs> it's, I'm fiddling with something, and this doesn't make any noise when I fiddle with it. So good. It's better than a pen. I know. I, usually, I like having pens, and I click them, which probably annoys the shit out of my coworkers. But w- with this, it doesn't make any noise. I can bend it. You know, I can do that. I can flip it around my hand. It. It zero noise. Yeah. Um, okay. What were you saying? Uh, we had a fun weekend and my, my hangovers are lasting till Tuesday. And that's just like par for the course. Like not, not even like I went on a, a catastrophic bender. It's just like, if I go out and drink on Saturday, I'm hungover till Tuesday. 
That's Guaranteed. pretty much that's pretty much true, and I'm similar. And then even worse, I have to go in Mondays and Tuesdays. So I don't know why, but every time I go in on a Monday, I'm just super paranoid, and I'm just like, why? Like, why do I have to be in my thoughts? Why do I have to be in my head right now? But that's kind of like well, that's kind of why I like being in finance and just throwing my headphones on and getting my shit done. It's because I don't have to yeah. be super communicative. When I'm in the office, like, sure, I have my meetings and whatnot, but it's not, you know, it's not like real estate where I'm like face to face with everybody. Oh, yeah. Where I have to show up to like an open house after, you know, a bender of a weekend. And then I'm just like even more in my thoughts. I think I would, I would need, I have a psych- psychiatric break 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because Monday is my heavy meeting day. Like, I have, like my entire like 8 a.m. to noon is meetings on Monday. Yeah. It's by far like the shittiest day of the week, not just because it's post weekend, but also because all the meetings are, are then all the planning is on Monday. So I can't Same. like throw headphones in and stuff, but I usually work from home. So at least like I have that going for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So this is, I, I feel like this might be a person by person thing. The other thing I'm thankful for since I work from home on Mondays is I've been hearing this like my whole adult life, but like I always smell like booze the day after I go drinking and that's something I've never like smelled on other people. Do you shower? I, I shower, I mouthwash everything, this and that, you know, completely cleanse myself, but like, it's like radiating off my skin. How do you know this? Because people tell me. Yeah. Like, especially like cologne or like, I, I don't know too. Cause that's the thing. Like, it's not like I forget to shower and I still have like the stink of last night on me. It's like literally like my body, like, Instead of me like peeing out the toxins or like something like that, it comes out of my skin pores. And Do you I think drink a lot of fluids? Like, are you hydrating constantly? Oh yeah, especially like uh, especially like the next morning. It's it's I drink like the big huge like thirty ounce tumblers of water. Well, you you're just, a like, Sunday. Down. You're a Sunday fun day type individuals. Maybe we got to cut the Sundays off. Like we got to cut uh, those out. It's not even the Sundays. It, it, I mean, it, even going back to like college and stuff, my mom would tell me this all the time where she'd always be Moms like... Moms say that. My mom says that. And then I'm like, mom, I, I didn't go out last night. Like she yeah. just... It just, for her, it rolls off the tongue because she just assumes I'm just going out Monday through Friday. Yeah. I don't know. This is just like a thing I've heard from other people, but I guess I don't have like a nose for it. Like that's not something... I've never like... Like, like talk to someone that's hungover. Yeah, you're not, you can't smell your own body odor. No, I'm talking about other people. I'm not, like, I've never, like, walked up to someone that's hungover and I'd be like, oh, I can smell the alcohol on you. Like, that's never been a thing. Mm, I want to say sim, same, but I'm, maybe, I'm sure there's one time where I've been, wow, you smell, like, I smell vodka off you. Or I don't know, like, tequila, or I don't know. Okay. All right. Whatever. Maybe this is just a me thing. Uh, but okay. Let's, let's, let's pivot. Let's, we're going to pivot back. Um, Lucas, tell me about your waking. Cause it looks like you, you had some, some fun desert adventures. Okay. So yes, I, I had a agenda itinerary filled weekend and it was something I never, I enjoy doing it, but at the same time, it's like you need, uh, you want to hibernate immediately after, or it's like, you're thankful to be invited to these certain things, but it's like as soon as after, it's you don't want to do anything and you want to just you need a break. And so basically, this was one of those weekends where it's like, all right, I had something, you know, 
I had something Friday, I had something Saturday, and I had something Sunday. So basically, um, I went to the desert for a friend's birthday. We uh, got in Thursday night, and then I stayed till Saturday. We had a ton of fun and went out to this um, place, which I'm sure a lot of people know. It's called The Nest, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on here before, but it's like a bar slash lounge in... Uh, La Quinta slash Palm Desert. It's r- really well known. There's a lot, always a line out the door. Like people try to cut or pay the bouncer. And it's like, once you get in, it's like all ages, fun, fun place. And yeah. So then from there, Saturday drove my ass to Newport for a friend's engagement celebration, uh, who we both went to college with. And that was a good time. Stayed with some friends of ours. Yeah. It was great to see all them. Then quickly Sunday left. To go back home past Manhattan Beach to go to Thousand Oaks for a Friendsgiving. And that was family, friends, a lot of fun. Saw, you know, my sister, some friends that we've grown up with. And my thankfully, my mom made everything for that. Like, she she wasn't even there. It was only kind of like the kids of the family, friends. But she cooked, you know, her... She loves making her yam souffle every year, which everyone loves. It's, you know, nice. we've been we've been having it since you know i can never i can remember and uh she also made us what else did she make us oh she made us her also artichoke dip which she's been making for a long time so yeah it was a fun friendsgiving good at weekend but like i said when you have those i felt like i was in the car the majority of the time like i was going from the desert to the beach to back to like the valley it was like one thing after another but again, I'm grateful for all these people. It's great seeing everyone, but you can't help it but just want to hibernate as soon as you're, you know, home from something like that. Yeah, that is that's a go 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 stressful. I mean, fun, but yeah, stressful kind of weekend. I, I yeah. And then for people that aren't from Los Angeles, like every single one of these these different locations that Lucas Lucas mentioned are at least an hour apart, if not closer to two or three hours. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's a lot, but I mean, that sounds, that sounds like a really good time. It, it is full on Friendsgiving, um, season. It's that time of year. It's just the time yeah. of year where everyone's getting together. People, you know, you still want to see family, want to see friends. You want to make sure you allocate time to everyone. And sometimes it's hard, but sometimes it involves, mm-hmm. you know, making an effort, driving places, flying places, doing this, doing that. And so. You either can't, yeah. you do it or you say pass. And I'm one of those people where I just tend to say yes, sometimes to a fault. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Figure it out when it comes. Yeah. I just say yes and I figure it out when it comes, which sometimes yeah. I reap nah. the consequences. It happens. You do what you do. Yeah. Do what you do. Yeah. Um, so what did you, what about you? So I also had a Friendsgiving. This nice. was, um, we have like in my like little apartment area, we have like a similar, you know, kind of like v- venue space, like large mm-hmm. living room lounge kind of thing. Okay. So we had, um, all of like Hannah's friends from up here in Seattle come over and we did a Friendsgiving here. It was, uh, I guess a little bit smaller. I think it was like 16 people total, okay. but I feel like that's, that's still pretty good sized. Still pretty good size. I, 
I got to make a, a turkey again, which is always my my nice. favorite thing. I was still scorned from um, my turkey last year, my, tur- my turkey cook-off with Lucas. So, <laughs> I mean, I did my best. Like, from what I remember, like, this turkey this year came out way better than it did last year. So I, okay. I feel like I've, I've, uh, I've learned from past failings and... Um, I don't think it failed. I don't think it failed last year. I just think mine was better. Lucas, <laughs> Lucas was was like dead. So I know, I remember like last year, like my turkey was dry. Like I, I think I had cooked it for like a little bit too long. Okay, the key with not getting a dry turkey is you have to like use double the amount of butter that they say. Yeah, like, you have to either use one and a half times the servings of butter that they tell you. Or just double it and just throw butter wherever you can put it. And then also, when it's in the oven, you want to get a turkey baster. And every 30 minutes that the turkey's in the oven, you want to just take the drippings from the, from underneath it and draw, uh, like, get the turkey baster and literally put it, like, sprinkle it all back on top of the turkey. And that is how you get a tender, like, juicy turkey. And that's not dry. Yeah, that shit. That, yeah, that shit. Like, is difficult though. But I didn't do the baster thing. But I, I mean, I just slathered this thing up with butter this year. Yeah, must put like pounds of butter on that thing. But it was cool. It was fun. Loved doing Friendsgiving. Uh, and I, I can't say that there was anything too notable like that happened afterwards. We just like went out to went out to the bars and stuff. But the night before was just like date night with Hannah and I, and we just kind of went out to like some bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have like, a this is a, a topic slash question we can talk about. So okay. we walked into more of like a cocktail kind of bar okay. and we talked to the bartender and asked him if he had espresso martinis. And he's like, no, we don't have that, but we have this other cocktail on the menu mm-hmm. that is something kind of similar. And I would recommend this. And we're like, okay, so since the since the bartender recommended a drink, we said okay, and then he drops it off with us. We take a sip and we're like, "This is not good. We don't like this." And What's then at it? this point, did you look at? Did you ask him what is? Yeah. The, what are the ingredients? Yeah, I mean, like you see the ingredients; they're normal, like different kind of like alcohols that are like somewhat similar to ingredients that you put into an espresso martini. Okay. Um, but not like straight on. But you know, obviously, like we have the we have the drink. Don't love the drink. The bartender recommended the drink. Yeah. I don't like want the drink anymore. Like, what do you think is like the proper thing to do in that situation? Um, yeah, I mean, if you really hate the drink and I mean you are paying for a drink and you want it you want to enjoy it and the bartender recommended it, I would say maybe make a solution like say like hey is it any way you can add you know more of this in here to maybe make it more sweeter or i don't know i would like try to help him out but don't just like don't start off with hey can you make me a new drink like (laughs) i don't know don't just be like hey yo bitch i'd like a new drink like otherwise that's not gonna go well but yeah, I I feel like in in there's really no way to go well. Like the what we ended up doing is is I waited for like another bartender to come by and I just told the other bartender like yo I just didn't like my drink can we get something else? And the other bartender was nice and just took it off the tab. Honestly, yeah, I think something with that it's like I think as long as you didn't drink your drink and it's you like they can yeah. clearly see that it's full. 
Yeah, just to have them take it back or take it off the bill or exchange it for a different drink. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think that's fair. It's just like such an awkward position, though. Or I don't want to like tell a bartender to his face, like, like, like you said, like, yo, like, I hate this shit. Give me yeah. a new one. Ayo, like a new drink. Ayo. Like, yeah. yeah, this thing's trash. Uh, no, I mean nothing like that. <laughs> but, but I don't know. I just wish there wasn't such a stigma or something um, about like just sending back something you don't like when it comes on a recommendation. Yeah. So like, I, I think that's the key thing. Like, oh, I recommend this. I think you'll like it. And then you try it and you're like, this is very much not great. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> what was the main ingredient? Like, what was that type of alcohol? It was so like instead of like espresso martinis are usually like vodka. This mm. one was pretty much this one was pretty much it was like coffee whiskey. Well, then there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a different like liquor. So obviously it's going to be a little bit different, but like it had the coffee flavors and stuff. And then I, I don't know. It, it was like, it was pretty much swapping out like whiskey for the, uh, whiskey for the, the vodka. Not but, my, not my jam. I would have said, mm, yeah, nope. Like I would have said instead of the whiskey, get put some vodka in here and then there you go. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, again, I don't know. You take the recommendation, but uh, yeah. sometimes when you're just hankering for like a certain thing, you just want it. Sometimes I just it's it's nice to have a, an espresso martini, and not every single bar makes them. So, yeah, I know. Honestly, I've lately for some reason places don't have espresso martinis, but they have alternatives, and it's like we don't like, have. Wait, what's an alternative? Well, they have. They're like we don't have espresso, but we have black coffee or. We don't have Kahlua, but we have yeah. this. So it's like, I'm like, where have you all been? Espresso martinis. That's the vibe these days. People want espresso martinis. Get with the program. Do you want a successful bar? Add an espresso martini. It's three ingredients and coffee beans, which you already have because you probably yeah. have a coffee maker. I mean, it's like I live in Seattle, which is like the coffee capital of the world. So you yeah. you would think more establishments have espresso machines, but it's not that hard. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. But I, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. It's always weird sending stuff back. But sometimes you just got to put put your big boy pants on and uh, and hurt someone's feelings and tell them like, "Ayo, your drink sucks." Look, sometimes people need to be humbled. Sometimes they need to be mm-hmm. humbled. Sometimes they just, you know, they need some constructive criticism. You're the customer. At the end of the day, they're trying to meet your needs, your satisfaction, your happiness. So yeah, dollar. Yeah, it's the customer is always right, customer or whatever the hell that phrase is. is. Always, always right. So yeah, yeah. Completely know what you mean. Sweet. All right. Well, that yeah, that was my only stories. Um, do we have some topics? I know, like the last two episodes, I feel like you said you've been like hanging on to some topics or okay, yeah. So there's, I feel like a lot of new things have happened. So I'm just, I have a list, and so I just want to name them off because I'm like, I'm doing some subtle brags here, and I'm really stoked. So okay. One is I finally have an MX Platinum. I feel like that's been nice. That's been like something I've been like meaning to just apply for and get. And I've just been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And finally, I just like pulled the trigger, applied. And what's weird is I was, I was accepted instantly. And I was like, 
I feel like this credit check and everything is supposed to take over a week. But I found out instantly, which I was, which was pretty shocking. Wait, what? Why do you think credit checks are in? They just do it. It's an electronic thing. It's not like they send a carrier pigeon with your like credit score. No, I know, like, but I didn't. From your bank to Amex. <laughs> I know, but sometimes <laughs> like you get a letter in the mail, like, hey, you've been accepted. You know, here's your card. Or I mean, yeah, maybe in like 1993 that happened, but. Yeah, to, it's like, 2023. I guess even when you're like applying for a car or like a auto loan, it's pretty instant. I guess you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I, it was just I, weird. I did I wasn't expecting it so fast. Lucas, I literally got my car like when I bought my car, whatever years ago. I was at the dealership and it was ready to sign the papers, and then I called my bank and I did it like on the phone in mm-hmm. ten minutes, like. Uh, at the dealership. It's not like I walked yeah. in there with a loan already. Yeah. So basically I applied, was accepted on Monday. No, not this past Monday, a week ago, Monday, and then got the card by Wednesday. And I was like, holy shit, this was a quick turnaround. And I love my silver card. And nice. I just like clanking it against the table and just like really asserting my dominance. And I, you know, volunteering to throw my card down. Really, you know, when you're at a bar kind of trying to get the waiter's attention, you just like kind of like holding it out just so people kind of know you're like you're big dicking them in a sense. You know, like Mm -hmm. I think in shows or movies where the guys are in the urinal and then I think there's like an instance where someone steps away like I have the huge dick here. I'm going to really show everyone here who's boss. It's kind of like that situation. You know what, like, cause everyone's gonna like, everyone's like, why is he stepping away? And then they all look down and like, oh shit, he has a fucking arm. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. Typically, I feel like, I I mean, this is just me. I'm not usually peeking over, uh, at dude schlongs at the urinal or anything. Obviously, but like, that's just because the person's stepping away. So it's like peripheral visions. What, what I'm thinking of is. You get the metaphor or like, you get the. Applica- yeah, application? I, I don't know if that's what I'm I know the say. metaphor. I feel like that what I've seen before is like the guy that's like peeing really hard and he's it, it sounds like a the sound, sure. The a sound. fire hose yeah, yeah, like yeah. into into like the water. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like no, they're just aiming their piss like in a certain way to make it echo off of the water mm-hmm. louder. And so that's what makes it sound like they have such a huge slong. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, but you got water pressure. So basically me. <laughs> Stepping away from the urinal and really asserting my dominance is how I feel when I'm standing at the bar whipping out my Amex. Okay, I mean that's that's fair, and yeah. it's 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 a good feeling. That it's not a black, it's not claim. a black Amex, and it's not a black schlong, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is a platinum. Um, so it's a you know, it's above average. Uh, if we're still if we're still comparing to schlongs, okay. I mean, you're the only one that's making this like penis metaphor. Hey, I started with it, so I'm gonna end with it. I mean, yeah, you. I mean, you really stuck to your guns. Oh, uh, we're sticking to it. We're sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <coughs> I have I have a funny story about a fuck up I did with credit cards. Okay, can I name off my achievements? In the oh yeah, past? yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm still going down the list here. All right, we got that. Second is I finally. So I was gunning for. So I've been told by some people to get like this thing called an aura ring. So basically what an aura ring is, is it's like a ring. It's kind of like an Apple watch, but in the form of a ring. And so, oh, 
Like, like a ring that you wear on your hand. Okay, I didn't understand that. Yeah, so it's yeah. like a ring. Wait, can you see? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Where's the zoom? Oh, there we go. Yeah. So it's like a ring you wear on your hand, but it's like an Apple Watch, and it has these sensors that, like, I'm going to, like, hold it up to the camera, not you. No, but it, oh. They track your heartbeat. They track your sleep. They track um, your workouts. So it's essentially an Apple Watch, but it is in the form of a ring, and... I, it's, I wanted to get it. I think, it, you know, I've been really also looking for like a ring. Like, I feel like I've been wanting the idea of being like a ring kind of guy, you know, being like, you know, the stylish, like sick. Yeah, I got a ring on my finger. So now I have an excuse. So I say it's for, I totally say it's for the whole workout, sleep, you know, tracking all this. But like, obviously I just kind of want to look cool with the ring on my finger. Yeah, you're also like on record as saying that people that wear Apple Watches are just sheep that uh, yeah. do whatever advertisements tell them, and and you're not like that. You like wearing old, you know, regular watches. Yeah, I like being unique and you know yeah. being the, the black sheep of the group. Um, I'm Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph the, the Red Nosed Reindeer. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So you got the the aura ring. That's cool. and uh, let's see. So a couple weeks ago, you said. Wow, Lucas, you've been really talking about getting a new car for the past three months and mm -hmm. nothing's been happening. Booch, I just got, I technically did the credit check and everything today and it is expected to deliver. I have some add-ons and so it's expected to deliver next week. But oh, that's fast. Yeah, so basically I went, so some mutual friends recommended this car broker because I, listen, I don't have time to go into the dealership these days. I'm working constantly. I'm recording a podcast, doing a million different things. I'm returning shit to uh, Whole Foods for Amazon, the Amazon hub. Like I don't have time, yep. you know, that requires a lot of time. Returns, podcast, my full-time job and, you know, going yeah, to the gym. The, and so it's like the returns real time suck returns and going to the gym. It's like, I, you know, I have other shit going on. So I don't have time to sit in a dealership for three hours, pl three plus hours to try to, you know, figure out a car situation. Plus car brokers are actually really beneficial because they, some, they usually get discounts from the dealerships that they that they go to that they're kind of familiar with or they are they talk to the dealers there and they bring their the car brokers bring their clients to that specific dealership so the dealership says all right if you're going to keep bringing this business we'll give you a discount on cars you know so i contacted this car broker his wife works for a credit union and so and then this specific credit union shout out logics they're known for giving really good auto loan rates for you know their customers or whatever and so this was like a one-stop shop. A mom, mom and dad, young mom and dad. They hooked it up. I got everything done today, and then I am get. So I'm basically I'm getting BMW X3. So it's the mid-sized. It's not the X1. So it's kind of like the one above that. I didn't feel like I wanted to go the X5 route. It's I didn't really. I don't need it. Um, so the X3 looks good, and I. It's a black, and then I'm gonna do. I'm going to do the black rims and then I'm going to do a, uh, a rack for the top. Um, and so you need to get the crossbars for that so you can add the rack. And so those two things, they need to add those on. So I could have got it tomorrow, but I think it needs the rims is the wheels, especially take like three days or something. So, uh, so I'm going to get it 
hopefully early next week. I'm hoping they can do this, get it done over the weekend while I'm out of town, and then I come back Monday or Tuesday, and they also are going to have it delivered, which is nice. Nice. So I literally don't have to go to the dealership. I don't have to go to any credit union or anything. Those are my three not-so-subtle brags, but... I, you know, some things I've been putting off but wanted to get done, but stoked that they're getting done and yeah, just excited. Yeah, that, that'll be cool. I, I mean, very vividly remember, remember how shitty it was sitting in the car together. So it was way more than three hours. I think I spent like a full, a full working day there on a Saturday. See, I don't so have, it was, yeah, I don't have the time for that. I really, yeah. And I mean, they, they do it on purpose because like the more frustrated you get, like the more you're willing to like, just say, fuck it and stop haggling. So yeah, yeah, that is exactly what they do. All right. Well that, I mean, that, that's cool. I'm happy you finally found a car. I know that you've been looking for, for literally years now and (laughs) finally came full circle. (laughs) Years. I've just been walking to and fro without a car. Lucas has been pining about getting a new car since the moment I met him. I remember that was the first conversation we had where he asked me what kind of car he should get. Exactly. And uh, in the meantime, I was contemplating a horse. But here we Mm -hmm. are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is very cool. Is that all the? Uh, is that end, the end of the list of uh, humble brags? Yes, end of the list of humble brags. Let me let me throw in one funny story about how I screwed myself. Um, about the credit card thing reminded me of it. So, everyone, don't do this. Don't take financial advice from TikToks. Don't okay. do it. Okay. I saw a TikTok and it's like the credit card I had was the uh, Chase Chase Platinum. You mean the Sapphire? Chase Platinum card? Yeah, yeah, Chase Platinum Sapphire card. And when you get that card, there's like a sign-up bonus of like $600 worth of points. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this TikTok I saw said if you've had this this the Chase Sapphire for two years, you can change it into a, a different Chase card and then apply for a new Chase Sapphire and get the bonus again. Anyways, I didn't research it enough, so I switched my Chase Sapphire, which has really good like benefits to it, into like a different Chase card. And then I went to go reapply, and I kept getting declined. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I called them, and they're like, yeah, 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 no, you have to have the card for three years, not two years to do this. So now I'm waiting. I think I still have like five more months before I hit the three year mark, and so I can do it again. So you're stuck with like a Chase credit card, like below the Sapphire. Yeah, I'm. I'm Oof. stuck with like a slightly inferior. I mean, it's not like drastic, but it's definitely not as good as the the other one. And it's plastic instead of the Chase Sapphire was metal. So you so, also probably don't even like get lounges or anything. No. Yeah. Oof! Like so that. It was. That's the majority. It was a fuck up. It was a fuck yeah, up. Yeah, that sounds like a huge fuck up. That, yeah. Yeah. I would say if there were no other points, benefits, or anything on the uh, the Amex Platinum, but the lounges, I think I would still get it. Like I just still do it just for the lounges. Just for the lounges, I think I just want to go lounge, like get to my flight five hours early, and then just like sit in the lounge and. Do and drink and eat and do nothing. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean it's pretty much. It's pretty much like sitting at like a nice bar. Yeah. There and I, I think I think there might even be showers or something in there, which 
Kind of nice um, taking a nice little shower, especially you got a long layover. I do know, like, I guess that one of the lounges is closing, but you still have access to the, or no, it's not closing, but it's only going to be accessible to people that, I guess, have a certain, spend a certain amount of year, I don't know. But the other yeah. lounges, like the Delta and the other ones are still going to be accessible. Just not the Centurion, I believe is the one that it's called, but... Yeah, that's a sick one. My understanding is all the other ones are still going to be accessible. So, but yeah, I have this still access to the Centurion until January. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I may just go to the airport, eat, like buy a flight, like a cheap flight to maybe, I don't know, fucking San Francisco or something. Like, but except I'll miss, I'll just purposely miss my flight. Yeah. And then just come, come back home after. I mean, do you even, I don't think you, like, I feel like a lot of the time I go through security and they don't even check a boarding pass. No, you definitely do to get into security. Like they're, they ask you up, up until a certain point uh, for your boarding pass. They're not going to let you go Mm -hmm. to terminals without a boarding pass. And the, the terminals are where the lounges are or the, the gates. I mean, the gates are where the lounges are. Maybe, maybe it depends on the airport, but oh, well, yeah. Okay, so other than your humble brags, did you have other like topic topics, or do we okay. want to start talking about now what's happening in the world? Yes, now that I'm done with my humble brags, I am. I do have a couple topics. So, Nick, I'm hoping you have. You'll say yes to this, but have you started White Lotus? Oh shit! No, I haven't. Oh my gosh! I would have definitely assumed that by now you and Hannah would have started watching White Lotus. Yeah, everyone is talking um, about it. I. Binged it. it last night and it is it is good. It is definitely good. Yeah. Well, what's it on again? Let me Google it. It's yeah. on HBO Max. Uh, it's okay. a season two though. Did you ever see season one? No, I've heard of this. So hang okay, on. you need to. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help me help you help me. Like you need to get into this. You need to just binge season one and then I think season two is only on three episodes. It's a good ass show. It's great acting and it's hilarious. All right. I mean, this looks promising. Okay. All right. I I know we've I'm been surprised looking for. Hannah hasn't made hasn't gotten you onto this. We I mean we've been watching other stuff. Um, HBO Max is our like go to streaming thing. Mm. Um, I know we have it, but like I don't even know. I I think I watched some of the House of Dragon on it, but then like stopped watching. Um, yeah, I stopped. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we, we've actually we've actually been looking for like a new show to watch. Um, the last one we watched that I, I really recommend is called Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. I feel like I've heard of this recommendation as well. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Acting again was 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 awesome, and it's like a it's a trippy kind of like psychedelic tr- type of, of of drama thriller kind of mm-hmm. thing. Everyone's on on drugs on it. Yeah, so I'll kind of give. I don't want to like spill any of the spill any teasers or anything, but so each season is about like you know three different part, three different groups of people that end up on a vacation to get at the same hotel or whatever. So season yeah. one was like somewhere in Hawaii, and then um, there is a murder. So I think the the first episode shows a murder happen, and then. That's like, and then it takes you back to before the murder. And then the last episode is like the lead up to like how it happens. But the entire season has nothing to do with the murder 
um, it just tells you it just tells you the lives and how all these three or four different separate parties are traveling together and the problems that they're going to. Sometimes it's a couple who fights a lot. Sometimes it's a family. It's like a dysfunctional family. Sometimes it's like a divorcee mom or whatever. And the struggles that they're going through, why they decided to go on the vacation. Um, and they, these, sometimes these people never even meet. They're all just traveling separately. Um, but it's somehow really, tell like shows you the lives of these people and it's it's funny and it's interesting and it's not even it's something where even if you're on your phone it'll always bring you back like there are shows that i watch where it's like i'm on my phone and i could care less about what's going on but this is one where it's like for a second i'll like look at my phone and then bam i'm watching the tv again yeah okay all right um we'll we'll put a pin in this for now and then because i actually will watch this i've heard about it yeah, I'll, I'll 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 catch up on it. This is definitely something that like a show that Han and I like would like to watch together. You so. don't necessarily need to watch season two for season three. It's like a completely different storyline, and this time uh, it's a different set of people. There is one um, same actor, and it's the mom from American Pie who has also been in like a bunch of different movies, but that's the only one. Um, I can think of as soon as you see her, you'll recognize her. Yeah. She's hilarious. She's an, uh, I'm going to honestly look at her, look her name up. Cause I feel like an okay. idiot. Jennifer Coolidge. Duh. Uh, hang on. So Jennifer Coolidge, this guy named, so Sydney Sweeney is in the first season. I'm surprised they didn't bring her back for season two because they brought Jennifer Coolidge back to season two, but she's the only one who carried over. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I see. I, I recognize her. Uh, let's oh, see. she's also in this The Watcher. Um, I saw the first episode of that. Yeah, and so let's see. Theo James, he's the main actor in the second one, in the second season. Aubrey Plaza, she's hilarious. Yeah, um, she's from Parks and Rec. Yeah, she's great, great actor or actress. I think these days they say actor. I don't know why. Um, I'm not sure. That's the only ones I could really recognize. Season one was good, but like I said, season one and two, completely different actors except for Jennifer Coolidge. So okay. they, they do a great job. It's You would think, like, why don't they just bring back the same group because season one was so good? They somehow managed to make season two just as good, if not better. So Yeah, that, that reminds me of, like, another HBO show, uh, True Detective. The first season was awesome, and then it, it's one season, and then the next season is totally different. It's pretty much like an you're watching a ten hour movie. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, okay. Yeah, this um, is this is exactly what it is. It's like I don't know how many episodes there are in a season, but you feel like you're watching a movie each episode. That's how good it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. I'll, I I will watch this. We'll we'll talk about it in more detail later. All right. Dope. Okay. There's a so, couple other uh, things that have gone on. I mean, there's a lot of other things that have gone on, but it's whether it's what we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We. I mean, I can I can propose a, a couple of things, and we we can take it how we want to go. The first thing is I found this FTX like big fraud hilarious. and downfall hilarious. Mm-hmm. I have always like thought that like people that are super into crypto and the the fucking monkey things the the images all that stuff like i always thought it was the stupidest shit ever 
I thought it was so dumb that people were making so much money on this. Like I never got into it. Um, I'm definitely one of those like old, old fart, like, you know, uh, boring people where I have super basic investments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So seeing this all happen and like the face of the guy, that's, that's like the, the new, or, you know, like the new fraud guy face, like the, um, uh, what's it? The fire fest. Like he's fire the new fest. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he, you're saying you're he's like the new fire festival. You're relating fire festival to crypto essentially. Pretty much. And it's like, I'm relating the two things and it is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, like how, I mean, this guy was, he was fucking doing a fraud of like $10 billion and all these people that invested all this money into crypto just wiped out, totally gone. Yeah, and apparently, like, Tom Brady is tied to it. Giselle is tied to it. Yeah. Potentially, like, some type of lawsuit and fraud or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Definitely want to, like, kind of keep an eye on it and see what happens. But I feel like it's going to be a long, like, this isn't just going to, like, happen overnight. No, for sure. I mean, it just reminds me, like, we were talking with Eric last week, and he was talking about that annoying drunk guy at a bar that kept trying to give him, like, financial management advice. Mm -hmm. I feel like the same thing happens to celebrities, where they just have someone, like, pestering them, and they're like, okay, fine, fuck it, whatever. I have so much money. Go invest it. And I don't know. It's just the reports I keep seeing on social media saying that, like, Tom Brady and uh, Giselle... Gazelle. I had to think about Gazelle. Yeah, Gazelle. Yeah, Gazelle. Yeah. Um, I had to think about it. They invested like six hundred million dollars into it, and that just seems like too much money. Like, I don't yeah. think that they're that stupid to invest that much. But I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. That I don't exactly like. I don't look at Tom Brady as you know uh, a cryptocurrency economic genius, but um, I still can't imagine anyone putting like what I think is like most of his net worth into crypto. Basically, I'm not, um, I'm not well equipped and well educated on this, these types of investment for me to put the majority of my savings or investment, like to transfer the majority of my savings or investments into all these crypt, different crypto, whatever, coin this, coin that. Yeah. I've heard enough, um, cases where people have lost, the majority of their savings and, and investments or, it, you know, significantly dropping and them losing the majority of all of it. So th- that's where it's like, okay, is it worth the risk? Probably not. I mean, or some say yes, some say no. Based off of my education and what I know and, you know, my the what I've witnessed, I, it's not for me. So... Yeah, I don't know. Some like I just get like feelings in my gut, and this was one that I for forever had feelings in my gut where I'm like, people are making money, they're making memes about it to the moon, ha ha ha, real funny. Yeah. Look at all these, you know, eighteen year olds becoming millionaires overnight doing crypto stuff, and then this is just like satisfaction. I'm I'm eating it up. Where I'm like, I knew it. I knew it was all fake. I knew this was all bullshit. Yeah. Everyone was lying about this dumb crypto stuff. Yeah. Um, and part of it's probably jealousy because like. I didn't make a million dollars overnight trading, you know, shit coin on, on Coinbase or whatever on FTX in high school. But I'm sure people did, you know, get rich quick, transferred their money as soon as it got, you know, to the top, whatever. 
But those, I mean, that, you know, that lost billions, millions, or, you know, the, a lot of their investments, like, that's a shitty, that's a shitty thing, and it sucks, but at the same time, can't really feel bad for them, so. Yeah, I don't have too, too much sympathy. No. I feel, I feel like crypto people were a special breed where they really liked showing off and talking about how much money they made doing absolutely nothing and just yeah. investing in, in Shiba Inu or whatever the fuck, oh, yeah. puppy dog coin and stuff puppy like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know. It's that, and then like the other funnier thing is I think it's like Venezuela. They put like most of their like national currency into Bitcoin and like the, the, uh, the country is like totally bankrupt <laughs> because like all of the country's money was in crypto and it's just in the toilet. Yeah, no, that's shitty, especially if that's your country and your country invested all, all the money. I would be, that'd be so pissed. I like would, imagine. I'd get my ass out of there. I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not yeah. staying here. Yeah. Imagine if like Biden, you know, trotted out and was like, hey, sorry, everyone. We put all of the American money into yeah. crypto and it's all gone. We're selling, you know, like, Texas to, uh, I don't know, China or something like that. Got to get out of debt. Yeah. See you Hawaii, later. Hawaii, no longer a part of the U.S. Like, yeah, something like that. We got we got to start liquidating some of our assets. Oof. Yeah, that'd be a that'd shit go over situation. Well. That would be a shit situation. Um, okay, so some other quick things before we call it. Um, I kind of want to go over what's been going on in Twitter lately. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Twitter user, but I think it's kind of interesting what's been happening so since we i don't even think we've covered this or at all but now elon musk is the owner of twitter he's been firing people left and right he's been you know telling people if they don't go into the office they're going to be fired or their uh resyndication is accepted in his words and then also if you are of a certain uh social status and you're verified you now are going to be paying eight I think it was initially said to be $20, but now it's $8 for your verification. Um, so big things are changing at Twitter. Yeah. Big things are changing. What I like is he, like the, he, Elon Musk, the person is taking on the haters publicly and he's like enjoying fire, firing all these people. Well, he's not only um, firing them, but he's firing them publicly and he's like loving it and he's Yeah. he's firing them on Twitter. Like he's commenting yeah. on their, you know, statuses and he's um sending them memes like uh and firing them in the form of a gif or a meme. Or yeah, like a meme that pops out of an envelope or something with Trump. Yeah, Trump saying yeah, you're like, fired or something. Yeah, it's like from The Apprentice, yeah. like before Trump was president, and that was literally a reality show. Uh, so yeah, he's doing that, just dunking on people that are complaining about this. Um, and I don't know. To be honest, I think it's 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 hilarious, and I mean, it's obviously not hilarious that all these people are losing their jobs. Like that kind of sucks, but. At the same time, I feel like people definitely have been taking advantage of work from home. And it's just kind of funny seeing the pendulum swing around and people getting so butthurt and just getting dunked on mm-hmm. like publicly by the, their boss. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I do agree with the fact that like, we're, I think he made a point that like, you know, your uh your productivity like goes up when people you work in the office so like i get yeah. his point 
But I mean, I think his approach and you know how he I mean, said it and everything is shitty. He's he's obnoxious. He's, he's obnoxious. a dickhead. Yeah. But at the same time, like I feel like the people that are really getting like dunked on on Twitter and publicly fired are complaining really hard. And I'm sure like other Twitter employees like know that guy. Uh, on their team or on the office that's always like complaining and and being a teacher's pet and being you know a stick in the mud and to see like that person get publicly fired like it's probably probably kind of nice for the other co-workers maybe the people that are complaining publicly they should be like you don't imagine if i were to go and like post and publicly complain and talk like, shit about my company yeah yeah like i sh- probably should get fired uh, like, yeah i shouldn't be you know, bad mouthing the company that I work for. So that does make sense. But again, you know, his approach is sheep. His approach is sheep. Is shit. Yeah. No, he's, he's doing what we were talking about when you're trying to uh, send back a drink to the bartender. He says, Ayo, yeah. get out. Ayo, get me a new drink. So yeah, that's kind of how he's dealing with it. But that'll be interesting to kind of wit- uh, continue witnessing. Um, I do know I did see like you know the massive amounts of money that these hedge funds received from being investors in Twitter. They had a huge. They had like received hundreds of millions. And, good for them. Yeah, and the buyout. Yeah. So good for them. The rich are staying yeah. rich. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like the, like he fired all the like the C-suite people and is replacing them. Like, I'm pretty sure they got some quite tasty severance packages. Oh yeah, 100. Uh, percent It was probably time for them to retire too. Also, do you feel bad? It's like I doubt these high up Twitter people were you know all that good anyway. They're probably just as bad as Elon Musk. Like that. Like as far as people, like. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not like he went out and fired a bunch of a bunch of nuns and yeah, kindergarten teachers like, and yeah. Teddy or uh, like puppies. He, it's not he, like he, he fired some businessmen. It's not like he fired the women. janitors and the fucking no. like the people that yeah, like the chefs of the place, like the whole kitchen staff. No, they he no. fired the fucking. He fired the people that were making seven figures. It's like so. Doc, yeah, it's like Doctor Evil firing Mini Me. Well, it's like yeah. Mini Me wasn't so good to begin with. So <laughs> that's a good spin off. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. Episode. We talked about a whole we all just, kinds of stuff. I know. Let's see. Stuff. Next week is next week is Thanksgiving, so we'll probably have to adjust releasing. Yes, we will somewhat. most likely we'll, release on Wednesday instead of Thursday. So look out for that. Um, but yeah, everyone, we it's not Thanksgiving yet, but happy early Thanksgiving. Hope you all are enjoying happy your, friends. Happy Friendsgiving. Happy Friendsgiving. The, these are the Friendsgiving weeks. Make sure to listen. Make sure to contribute. Don't just show up with fucking rolls. Like go out and just. <laughs> and I used to be guilty of this too. I would show up with. I would pick some. Well, as long as you bring something, it doesn't matter what it is. Whether you bought it from I'd a say store more, or you made it, more than rolls. Bringing rolls bring to Friendsgiving more is a than move. rolls. And if you don't want to do that, then Venmo the person who's Venmo the person who's organizing it and putting it together. Send them like thirty bucks to say like, and then with like your description being alcohol fund or decorations fund or yeah. just shoot them thirty bucks. I mean, don't just show up empty-handed. Everyone's, that's what Friendsgiving is about, is where everyone comes together and contributes. So don't be that guy. 
Yeah, don't be that guy or girl shows up empty-handed to Friendsgiving and then drinks everyone else's wine. Make some pot brownies and don't tell anyone. Just get everyone high. And then, you know, everyone will be happy that you showed up. They'll be like, like it's a I, win-win. I feel like that's not a win-win and you, people will get very upset at you. <laughs> Make pot brownies. You can blame it on me. I don't care. Okay. All right. Well, Lucas, all lawsuits will be directed your way. Uh, fine. I'll take them. All right, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.